Hallihallo! Welcome to Uberball Raw USA, guys. How you doing, Uberball? What's up? Very good. I saw that we're climbing up the rankings. We're on Apple, what you sent to me, right? So number 16 in Germany. Uh, and what else? In, in uh, Norway, we were not yeah. Yeah, I mean, the uh, statistics higher in European nations, I think, were highest in Germany. And then there's Finland and Norway and Iceland and some other uh, territories like that. U.S. is like number three or four. So That is good. Maybe they don't have enough uh, podcasts there for, their, <laughs> for themselves. So, and we happily filling in and uh yeah gaining more fans so that finally we can replace joe rogan that was the plan from the beginning on <laughs> uh, yeah share so, yeah, us please help us grow help us grow no because look think about it like joe rogan in compare uh, in comparison to me like from his knowledge whatever is stupid like brett right so i mean uh well, and, because Joe Rogan had celebrities like Dave Chappelle like saying, I'm good friends with him. So it became trendy, I think. I, I don't know. At some point, he became really trendy. No, I know. And he has a lot of followers. And I liked him always at the UFC. It's not that I totally dislike Joe Rogan. Uh, I think his, his uh, views about Corona are absurd. Uh, yeah. A lot of political views he has are totally absurd. But I don't think he's a bad guy, and I don't I don't think he's like Alex Jones or something, uh, because as other things he he brings up are also uh, making sense. Let's say it this way. So it's it's not everything total bullshit. What 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 he says. The only crime that he's committed, as far as I'm concerned, it's not even a crime. It's just like all the misinformation about COVID stuff. Like he's very influential. And people listen to him and they take what he says really the thought. And I think it's dangerous. I think that's all. I think that's my biggest gripe with him is that he needs to chill out. You know? When he had Corona, when he had COVID, uh, he was drinking that horse stuff, right? The, whatever yeah. the deworming shit from horses. Uh, like, yeah, people hear that and then they want to fucking buy it, and it's like, give me a break. It's like, don't listen to Joe Rogan, please. Like, <laughs> I hate to have to say that because you know, but it's dumb. Like, don't drink horse dewormer or whatever the fuck. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, that idea, you know. But I think that that big TV priest who died on COVID uh, today or yesterday, um, that sixty-four years old guy. I yeah. saw various of his uh, preaching videos. I think John Oliver made fun out of it before. And um, he was pretty young. He was only like 64. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but he was not vaccinated. And uh, then it hit him hard. And bye bye. And I, the, the, my problem is to feel sorry with him, right? So, because I feel like. Did, did he he doesn't deserve to die but he was preaching don't get vaccinated so yeah, indirectly he triggered a lot of uh, uh, deaths and uh, because of misinformation yeah yeah he's it's a dangerous thing for sure yeah so and and uh, i think that um, 
it doesn't pay off. But they have that here in Germany too. They have people on, in, the, in the intensive care unit and they're completely refusing to believe they have COVID and getting like on a ventilator, you know. So And, and then they said, uh, whatever, one doctor gave an interview and he said, yeah, but when he asked them what else they had, you know, like, okay, you don't have COVID, so what is it then? You're the patient, tell me now, the doctor, your diagnosis, what you have, you know, and then like, whatever, pneumonia, I have lung problems, whatever, the flu, they come up with one stupid excuse after the other to not to admit that they made a major deadly mistake uh, to not get vaccinated. I just read an interview with the boss of BioNTech here from like an hour ago. And he said uh, the Omicron, like the new virus, basically, uh, it actually looks not so good that the vaccine uh, is very effective against the new virus. Oh, so, he, 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 yeah, I know. I mean, oh, God. Yeah. But the guy from Moderna said basically almost the same two days ago. So he said they're doing now a new vaccine. In 100 days, there will be a new BioNTech-Pfizer vaccine where you, everybody needs the next booster with the new vaccine. Now the question is, how can we contain the Omicron virus for the next 100 days? that it doesn't like flasters us, you know, that it doesn't like overrun. It's gonna definitely us, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and, and unfortunately today I read also an article that in South Africa, where it came from, within the last three days was an absolutely massive spike on new infections. <laughs> so it looks like it's way more uh, contagious as even Delta, it doesn't is more deadly, right? So, but we always like, basically when you see the COVID situation, it just hits the hospitals so hard. And then the old people who are not vaccinated, that together uh, ends up in a clusterfuck. So, and that is in front of us, let's face it, because we have not even uh, January until March, it will be like, cold in a lot of places not in miami where you are but in like uh, new york and and in i'm in Kissimmee, but yeah no yeah it's pretty a little chilly here but yeah new york's gonna be fucking really cold you're right yeah. you know and then you have of course everything is open uh also here the new german government they they do they they basically didn't close anything in their first meeting here uh, and uh, but they do 2G, right? So you have to go in, you are vaccinated or you're recovered. Uh, if you're tested negative, it's not enough anymore to get into anything basically in Germany. So it means like if you're not vaccinated or you're not like having antibodies because you're recovered, uh, you're toast. You're not going in any restaurant, movie theater, never. So they hope they boost up with this, let the people jump on the vaccination train and basically getting now in the last second vaccinated. That is what they hope. But uh, uh, the wave is not going away. And I think we need to uh, shut down at least um, 
like clubs, disco clubs, you know, like stuff like this or massive indoor uh, concerts, basketball games, like this kind of stuff. We don't have to cancel like the games. They can still play in the, without audience and it's live in TV, but like concerts or something. The problem with that right now, I mean, it's not a problem, but it's like human lives versus money. All the people who are promoters, all the people with investments, all the people with these you know, businesses are going to be like, oh, you're going you're gonna to destroy my business uh, if you close us down again. And they have a point. So the government yeah. needs to get their shit together and offer some kind of, if they're going to do something like that, they need to do something a little bit more effective than the last round where it was exploited by like Walmart and or like big companies and shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, because the supermarkets were not affected at all. The yeah. supermarkets they'd always open and made shitloads of money because people were not eating out anymore. So in like in Germany, the numbers of like Aldi, uh, Lidl, and, and this kind of supermarket chains, they made more money as ever in the history. So they also didn't get any money from the government. But for example, what is if you have a movie theater and you have, you have to close or you have nothing to play? I mean, uh, right now in Germany, I'm reading the trades every day. They... Um, they don't start the new films. The last film was here now, the Gucci Gucci film with Lady Gaga. It's running here, you know. But but uh, Gucci with uh, with Al Pacino, Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah. And okay. but it uh, another Ridley Scott movie, by the way. And uh, but um, that was it. I read that basically from now on to Christmas, all the big releases got stopped already. Like they're not doing it. They're not going to do like what the West Side Story from Spielberg. They're not going to do. No, that. They, they will. They will do it, but they, I mean, March or April, they will delay it now because oh. they, they feel like if nobody comes, we're not going to have like the shittiest box office ever. Yeah, Hollywood's going to fucking like throw a hissy fit because it's going to hurt their bottom line. But whatever. Yeah, I saw today Bond is here already in TV, so. Uh, dude, Ghostbusters was on there the day that it came out in the theater. James Bond, it took like two weeks for it to be up there for pay. Yeah. That's yeah. And crazy. now, pay to pay to pay to. <laughs> and that, of course, makes your interest smaller mm -hmm. to go to the movies, you know, because you feel like if I just stay at home in four weeks, I can pay 20 bucks or 25 bucks, watch it at home with five people. Yeah. And I mean, it's cheaper as to go to the movies, yeah. So, uh, but yeah. you know, most people don't have surround systems and like huge ass screens, like in home theaters that that would replace the theatrical experience. A lot of people like see movies on their fucking phone, and I think that does the movie a huge disservice. There's a big difference between the theater and your fucking computer screen. Yeah, totally. I don't know. Did I said last time I watched Bruised with Hal Barry? Yeah, um, he did. He did. I watched this, and now I'm watching the uh, the Jane Campion film on Netflix with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Kirsten Dunst. The western she did. Uh, I mean, Jane Campion did the piano with Harvey Keitel and got an Oscar for it. 
and uh, I think she didn't make a film in nine years. Uh, wow. or and now she did a, like a Western, like a cattle baron kind of Western, where Benedict Cumberbatch has a brother. The brother falls in love with Kirsten Dunst. He hates her for it. And then it gets really ugly, I think. I feel it already that it will be like violent. But uh, I'm halfway through, so uh, I have to I have to watch it first before before I really judge. It's kind of slow moving as some Western are, basically. Uh, yeah, for my project, Elliot Ness, we tried to get uh, Kevin Costner. We found two email addresses that were attached to him. Nothing happened, so no response. Now we went out to Scott Eastwood. Uh, oh, Clint Eastwood's son. Okay, yeah. good idea. Yeah, and I mean he has he has a good uh, uh, he's a good actor overall. I I watched him in the ca the cash truck with Jason Statham uh, from Guy Ritchie, and he's the bad guy in it. Um, and he's a solid actor. I mean he he is very he looks a little like Clint Eastwood. And, uh, but he could play Elliot Ness. He's like in the 40s, he's 40, whatever. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and, um, let's see if he responds and, uh, responds. And, and, and then, uh, <clears throat> I try to go in contact to some production companies out of, uh, like Cleveland in Ohio, but there are none, basically. So there are only a few. Then in Detroit, Michigan, uh to uh so the the question would be to shoot an original cleveland the film um i don't know if there are tax intensives uh, or something like this hmm. and of course tyler perry also never answered so far uh yeah i gave, I so, gave up on him i gave up on him i no. mean tyler we're very disappointed in you tyler perry <laughs> <laughs> yeah but also his studio people i mean for what you have a studio website i know it's bullshit it's like we're willing to pay you know i i don't know what to say i i could try calling again but i think that it's a fucking machine before a person there's an operator and i could try to get through to the operator but i don't know <laughs> it's no, like but you, can you can ask the operator yeah. if they have a proper email address like no. whatever info at tylerperrystudios.com or something, right? So we don't expect that our, our email gets uh, read by Tyler Perry himself. But I mean, it cannot be that you have a film studio and you cannot go in contact with you. That's I mean, good... it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's completely absurd, you know? And uh, I mean, I really still hope, I think that studios and the, the location, whatever could actually work. Uh, I watched, they have some uh, stages and houses and stuff like this for outdoor shooting. They could all fit. And uh, so I'm in a way totally disappointed that that doesn't fly at all. Uh, I mean, I could price all this out also for Vancouver, but I think uh, it's better to try to shoot it in the US directly. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh, because in Vancouver, you have some these small corners, you can fake New York or you can fake, you know, like uh, another city. 
But here we have Cleveland in the 50s. I mean, uh, I bet because Cleveland is not like the industrial center of Silicon Valley, I assume that in Cleveland, you will still have blocks and parks and housing somewhere what is from the 60s, 50s, 60s, 70s, what you can use. And then oh. it's more believable to shoot it right there as to all fake it in uh, in Vancouver. Uh, yeah. No, I agree. And it's a little cheaper. I mean, in, you don't have to build sets and, and props and things for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm also thinking about uh, shooting a trailer for Postal 2. That's, you know? a good idea. That's a good idea. A lot of people have shot trailers for movies they were trying to fund before uh, they were shot as like a teaser to try and like get them together. Yeah. You know, that is that would be the idea to do something uh, and uh, to confront the market with it when yeah. it's shot, you know, and say, look, did you saw something what is funnier in the last few years? Whatever, right? So to, to just like, and I'm writing some ideas on, I will email you after the uh, the taping, I can send you a, a, another opening scene, what I, what I wrote, what plays basically again yeah. in, the, in the cockpit of the <laughs> machine. <laughs> you know, and I want, I want the same two actors, they are now clearly older, right? But I, I want that same two actors playing it again. And uh, uh, so the, the, the whole idea is that you think Oh my God. Like, I, I mean, that has that deja vu effect, right? If we would shoot the scene like this, the whole audience, million, like 20, 30 million watched the opening on YouTube, right? They would watch it, would think like, oh my fucking God, I cannot believe it. And huh. then, uh, you know, and my idea is that you have basically the two pilots doing almost the same dialogue about the virgins, whatever. So it's a little like uh, in you, but then it turned out that actually not, want to fly in the World Trade Center, they are Jeffrey Epstein's pilot. <laughs> and, you know, and they got also Virgin promised from Jeffrey Epstein. And then, but only seven, right? And the guy, the, the guy said like, why we're getting only seven fucking virgins this time. And then, uh, and then he said, yeah, but this time all the virgins are on board, you know? And then we show in the airplane, it's like Bill Clinton, uh, uh. <laughs> that would be great. And have yeah. Donald Trump come out of the bathroom or something. Yeah, yeah, something like this. Bill Cosby, <laughs> half blind, walking around. And I think when I, I think it would be absolutely like historical. And who would made a film today like this? I think it it could be a, a massive hit. <laughs> great idea. Yes, I think we should do it. Yeah. So I have already, uh, Michael Rush is looking into, um, there is already in LA, you have uh, around 15 uh, stand, like stand airplane sets. Uh -huh. So means you can, you can, and it's like a few thousand bucks a day where you can shoot it in an airplane. They are, they are like constantly in a few stages and they're of course not constantly booked. And so, uh, and I think if we can make a good deal and can shoot there a day, and then on the same day, we get Zach Ward in. Maybe yeah. Zach Ward is in the back too. Like we need, of course, like some Jackie Tone survived. 
Larry Thomas as Osama bin Laden survived. Well, you could bring anybody back, and I don't think anybody would give two fucks if they died in the last movie, except for Vern Troyer because he's really dead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it, it would be actually also funny to reveal in a total idiotic collage that everybody who got killed was not dead. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> think about you have Dave Foley. So yeah. and then they fully comes back and, and Zach Ward gets almost a heart attack. And then he said, look what happened. And then like, you know, he, he was sitting there, he's dead, right? He was sitting there in the, in the basement. And then it's like, we reveal how everybody was leaving. And then he felt like he's actually not dead. And then the same, like, uh, Chris Coppola, he was on the car on the, on the, on the hood of the car and got shot in the head and fell off the car. You remember yeah. this? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, but he could survive that. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was like a flesh wound, right? Yeah. I come back. <laughs> I, I, I come back without balls. Oh, know? there we go. Yeah. Yeah, I got only shot in the balls, and then I survived definitely. You know, so uh, uh, and uh, the the no, the TV host was dead, but uh, the wife got really blown up into pieces the two cops too in the trailer yeah that sucks because the two cops were really funny i thought yeah they were great and uh yeah but we can also do a total idiotic reveal how they survived it in jumping on the fat bomb of or, or you could just bring them back as like airline security and not even explain that they died they're just new characters different names but they're basically the same characters but that is also the same the the uh, the black actor the black cop yeah i think he was sensational oh he, he was, was great like, why he didn't have a big career why he did i mean well, he can play chris tucker into the wall so i mean you know like i mean he's really good and really yeah. funny. he was and, funny yeah yeah let me see what he did the last few years. Let's let's go on postal IMDB and then we find him. Uh, so what what he did. Let's see. Uh, the stars. Dave Foley would come back. I think he would too. Chris Spencer was it. Okay. And then we had Eric Avery, he survived. The uh, Habib, the uh, oh okay, yeah, Lindsay Hollister survived. Who played later Blue Barella with me? She did the job interview. Okay, but she Lindsay Hollister, and what about the yeah? There's a lot of people who survived that film. I'm trying to think. Um, head was blown over. Uh, uh, was blown up. Chris Spencer. So, and he played in the last thing, Real Husbands of Hollywood, Black on the Strip. Uh, no, that is him as a writer. He's a big writer. So now he is in Blackish. Oh. As Ronnie. So. He'll come back. He'll come back. He. This movie was like he stole the show. You know what I mean? Totally. He, he, 
I think we should try. I think that's great. Bella's story. Uh, Canal Street restored me. Born again virgin. Being Mary Jane. Uh, badass for richer or poorer. Badass, the movie about Mario Van Peebles' dad. Huh. Yeah. That's cool. That's a good movie. Yeah. Black Dynamite. Uh, That's, he's in some exploitation films. That's awesome. He, he's great. That's awesome. Yeah. And I loved working with him. I had him as a bartender in Blood Rain 2 also. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Blood Rain 2 had a lot of uh, folks. and Chris Coppola in there. Yeah, and Zach Ward. Uh-huh. As, as Billy I, 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 I liked them all so much. Uh, yeah. So uh, that, uh, that I wanted to work. I just saw Zach Ward in the theater the other night. I went to go see A Christmas Story. It's at CMX Theaters Wednesday and Saturday. If you want to see Zach Ward, it's playing this Saturday. I mean, <laughs> he, answered me, he answered me today. He's on a tour, a charity tour for like the Alzheimer's Society. Okay. I said, I hope you don't have Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good that he wrote you back finally. I'm happy about that. And all these ideas are really making me excited. I hope that they make all of you out there excited too. Because yeah, but like, we. With funny things like this, if we have a trailer, we can definitely try a crowdfunding again. With yeah. a real life, we really promote the shit out of it. I mean, how, how can the, the eyes of Veronica Mars got like three million bucks or something? And and and, and you have postal two with a trailer like this, and you get like twenty five thousand bucks or something. It cannot be. I think. Well, you know, with Rampage three. I worked my ass off to do that one, even though we didn't make it. We got a little close. We got pretty close. We got like 30,000, I think, that we never collected on because it never hit the goal. But if we had an advertising budget and put out a couple of ads, it would help a lot, you know? And if you have a trailer who can go viral, you know? Yeah, where the trailer will go viral and then have ads on, on Facebook. And I think that that's a be that's better than me working twelve hours straight, you know, five days a week. Fucking <laughs> that it was hard as fuck, dude. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it would be. I would love to do this, and uh, as as uh, as I'm doing, so I I will move forward uh, in pricing it out yeah. and maybe planning it uh, for shooting in the first half. 2022 uh to just get things moving yes yeah i mean life is faster over as we want so that is the reason we need to uh just and people, uh, people would really donate more if they saw like they were like wow it's really a real film it's gonna be a real film it's not bullshit they'll donate money hopefully if you want to see that kind of film yeah totally and uh, so there was that woman who got shot in Beverly Hills. Did you read about it? She was the uh, mother mm -hmm. from Ted Sarandos' wife. The mother from what? From Ted Sarandos, from Netflix, from his wife. Oh, shit. 
What yeah. happened? He shot. So, yeah, there was a break in, and she's like 81, and she got shot. And then, and she had security. They, 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 so totally absurd. But, uh, and then today, uh, because the police yesterday said they think it was a targeted killing. It was not a burglary went wrong. So, and... Like, uh, to murder her? Is that what you mean? What? They, they wanted to kill her? Yeah, that's what the police said. I mean, I just report, say what they, what they said. And uh, it's crazy. And so, but today was already news that they catched a few houses down the road. Yeah. Uh, a breaking guy with a gun and he shot himself in the foot at the when they arrested him uh, by accident and he's in a hospital right now and they will uh, of course check the gun if that was the murder we weapon because then it would be uh, uh, like a robbery went wrong right because then it's just another guy like uh, the same guy makes a, a robbery the next day and he was out on probation uh, came out so I'm, I'm curious to see what that what that is because she was also the the uh, Tetrano's wife's father is this Clarence avatar whatever it is he is the the big dawn of hip-hop he uh, the, uh, he was the manager uh, and political very involved in tons and tons uh, 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 of um, hip hop artists, and there's a whole documentary about him. I, I don't. I think it was on HBO or something where like Jay Z and everybody said like without him there would be no hip hop in the United States of America. So maybe they wanted to kill him. I don't oh, know. Wow, that's some crazy shit, dude. Yeah, a little a little crazy story uh, on on the side. So so what happened with you today? What what you did? Oh, nothing. It's still lunchtime, but... Oh, I'm just feeling under the weather. I don't think I have COVID. I uh, I just feel like I have, like, a little cold or something. And, yeah, uh, it goes around. I mean, you remember me with our... Uh, so. Are you feeling yeah, better? I'm, yeah, I'm feeling better. Uh, I did a blood and, uh, and poo test. I got the blood results back. They're all good. But uh, there's one blood thing still missing. That is the, the Lyme disease one. Okay. You know, because I got that tick bite uh, a few months ago. And so they're checking this if I catch the Lyme disease virus. And um, at the same time, um, my poo results, if there were salmonella or something, they're coming on Monday. So... I have to wait a little longer, but I feel way better. And I think it was just a stomach flu now from my gut feeling. It was three days of catastrophic disaster. And then of like another two days of being a little weak. But now it looks way better. Well, I'm glad that you're feeling better. I hope that I feel better. We'll see. I mean, right now I'm, I'm helping a friend of mine who, uh, like needs help taking care of their uh, aging mother who has dementia. So every day I drive out and I make sure I pick up this woman from her daycare and I drive her home and I make sure, you know, she's okay. And I'll hang out until my friend gets home. Uh, 
That's for now. That's my little job. It's very exciting. It's sort of like I'm a nurse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, did the insurance pay you already some money out or something? Oh, yeah. That happened the other day. Like, I, I haven't gotten the check yet. But, yeah, I'm getting some. I'm getting a shitty payout because, yeah. The, my insurance company only pays 80% of the doctor's bills. I'm liable for 20% of it, no matter what. So, like, the other insurance company paid out the 10K. Then comes the lawyer's fees that's, like, $3,400. And then yeah. from there, they'll have to put some money aside for the bills, the 20% bill that I have to pay on the actual medical care. And then I get a small amount, which is total bullshit. I get pro I'm gonna probably end up with like four thousand dollars or something. <laughs> I was making ten million on a car crash like this. I know I should have had a, a larger payout, but that's uh, the United States. They were only insured to ten thousand dollars coverage max, and that was the bare limit to get on the road. So it fucked me, you know. Yeah. It's not like I'm any better. Like my friend Matt, who worked on that video game that we did, and who who wrote the Uwe Ball book. We were talking the other day, or he asked me every now and again, "How you doing? Are you doing? How's your back feeling?" And I told him to stop asking after a while because it's like it's not it's not magically better. It's not ever going to get really better. It's like there's a fucking piece of my spine that's missing. It's like I can I can. Hopefully, because I'm young enough, regrow some of the tissue, but it's going to take a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. I'm just looking up if I still have Chris Spencer's email address, but I don't. So, Chris, if you, re if you listen to this, contact me. I still have the same email address. So, uh, because it's also about, we have to check all the actors, if they want to do it again, right? Yeah. Before, before I sit down and write more scenes and stuff, they, they need to be like motivated. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can motivate them. Well, they with will... Chris Spencer, he must have an agent. And we, we just, we just got to get IMDb Pro again. Yeah, yeah, we can get it. But over the agent is always shy. You know, oh. it's easier to go... Uh, uh, easier to yeah directly to the actor you know? yeah oh yeah but I know also a lot of the actors what I see here West Side Story is starting here this weekend maybe yeah. Chris Spencer has a Twitter or something you know what I mean that might be an easy way yeah 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 well, we will see yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, now it's the, the official. I'm reading it right now. BioNTech needs says we need a new vaccine for the Omicron. Oh my fucking god! Yeah. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the shit show? What the shit Corona is? I think it's it's, it's kind of like. Uh, a perfect reason against globalization. You know, that whole idea of that the whole world travels every day, everywhere, and you basically have like this kind of nonstop fluctuation uh, going in and out of countries 
and product goes in and out and animals go in and out and so on. We see what the risk is. Well, like since two years now, we see it. And it's, it's, uh, it's maybe not worth it, you know? I mean, it's not that between France and Germany or US and Canada, there will be a virus born where everybody has to shit show for two years. But if you let in from everywhere, from, from, the, middle, from the Middle East, from Africa, from Southeast Asia and stuff, if you let everything in uncontrolled and all the people in uncontrolled, that is the result. I mean, you know, it's a different climate, different situation, different food, uh, a different biorhythm, what the people have, different bacterial kind of what, what is in your, uh, I read a study, for example, that the, in your stomach digestion system is depending where you live, a totally different kind of uh, like bacteria. Say. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah, you know, and then, boom, uh, uh, like we we getting then hit with something like this. If it's a virus, if it's bacteria, whatever, then we cannot handle it. And and the same the other way around, you know. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like imagine if you take someone who is from Africa and then feed them fucking McDonald's. You know what I mean? Like, are they gonna be able to handle it the same way? And vice versa, you know, if you if you fed us yeah. their food, yeah, yeah, it's it's like it, it's brutal. And they said already, like also in the interview, he said in between Delta were around twenty two more coronaviruses, but nobody paid attention because they were completely, let's say, a eaten up by Delta, and and C they were also. Um, not more dangerous and the vaccine totally worked against them so they were never in the press they were never like discussed in public but now the omicron um creates a new problem could create a whole new pandemic you know and i remember how the whole pandemic started nobody took it serious and then it was just right there everywhere that's the fucking problem is that people's attitudes are like, I'm so tired of this. When is it going to be over? Well, motherfucker, fucking, jeez, it's never going to be over if you don't get vaccinated. You know what I mean? Please. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a scheiße. And uh, I mean, he said that if you have the booster, are you three time vaccinated already? I'm getting the booster once I feel better from this shit. I was supposed to get it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't want to get it while like I have a scratchy throat. I'm not that bad. I just have like a little headache. In two weeks, you could get the booster, for example. In like two weeks, probably. Yeah. Yeah. You could get it before Christmas, let's say. I was, I was eligible for it at the end of November. So, and guys, it's really easy to get your booster in the United States if you go to vaccines.org. Vaccines.org shows where um, uh, how it works and where it is near you. And they'll also allow you to schedule because a lot of them force you to go online. It's online only for scheduling. And like the stuff I checked into the plate to my local supermarket. And how it works, guys, is if you had Moderna or Johnson & Johnson, you can it'll tell you what you can get. Like 
I can pick any one because I got Moderna. If I wanted to get Johnson and Johnson's third shot, I could, but I'm going to stick with Moderna because that's what I got before. But it'll tell you if there's any restrictions or, or that you shouldn't take a certain type of shot. So but it all down, right now it all boils down to uh, uh, BioNTech, Pfizer, and Moderna. Yeah, for that next for the for the one that you're talking about that obviously that is not on vaccines.org, but it will be, I'm sure. So yeah. Yeah. And uh so uh so in South Africa are already 74% of all corona cases Omicron. And, and and they said it's spreading so fast. It was 2270 Monday. Then it was 8,561 Tuesday. And then it was 11,535 Thursday. Yeah, shit like this makes me wish I didn't live in Florida. I'm glad I don't work at a theme park where everybody from all over the world is coming. But... Yeah, but for example, how can we let people from South Africa travel now? It, yeah. I mean, insane. It's absolutely yeah insane you have to completely lock the country down i thought they did didn't didn't, didn't they complain that they were being punished or something yeah they, they feel they get punished but they're not completely on lockdown they can still fly and then they have to do tests and stuff like this right but they oh, don't even know i mean i think that is now a situation where you cannot go the risk of anything you just have to lock them up there I mean, say, look, you have to stay the next two months. Nobody moves out of South Africa, period. So, uh, you know. Wow. Yeah, I think so. But people who are business idiots or whatever, they're going to be like, no, you know, I have to go here for that. But you're totally right. Yeah. I saw it coming with fucking Omicron. I tweeted it right when I got the info. I said... Welcome in March in March 22 in the Omicron world. That is what I tweeted when I read the first note about Omicron because I felt already that will be very bad. And uh, God, you know, what the fucking shit that, that, that is. That virus will maybe never leave us alone anymore. Think about in 30 years we're all die whatever you know and then we old and die until then not one second we didn't have corona anymore not one second we went in the supermarket again without a mask or something i mean it's insane it's insane it's the new normal and it's fucked up i agree yeah yeah i mean i was really looking out to uh, have a completely, uh, uh, completely uh, off everything, you know, like Freedom Day, like no more Corona. And uh, but, I think people here aren't taking it seriously because they're like, we want to get back to our way of life, and it's like, guys, that's really idealistic. But look at fucking facts, dude. It's dangerous. Yeah, we're not there yet. It's going to take longer. If everybody would cooperate a little bit more with what we should do to come out of this, like get vaccinated, keep using the mask, all that shit. If you guys did that more, 
then maybe we would have a chance to recover and you'd get back to barbecues and all that other shit and, you know, fucking gangbangs or whatever the fuck you used to do. <laughs> gangbang, it was good. So I think that is far away from everybody right now. I don't know, but just can only imagine like swinger clubs, how they much they have suffered. I know exactly. I mean, it's like they're all COVID hacking up on each other while they're fucking or something. Like, <laughs> exactly. Who are you? Because you have that. You have you have not only a mask on. You have a whole helmet on or something. You know, like don't breathe at me. Or like they're fucking with a respirator on or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> God, what a shit show! It's really a shit show. It's so bad. Nah, yeah. Tja, I think uh, I don't want to get uh, the people in a bad mood on the weekend. They should be in a good mood. So, uh, but I don't know what what else positive I should say. I mean, the idea with Postal Two should be very, very positive for everybody who's listening to us. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Postal Two guys. Isn't isn't that positive? We've been talking about this for like ten years or something, like a long time. But this is good. This is a monumental moment. That is true. And uh, what else? What are you, you have any plans for the weekend, or you just want to recover, basically? I'm going to recover. I have to watch this woman on Saturday again uh, to not only get paid, but because my friend needs the help, but. I will on Sunday. I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe I'll just like. I don't know. Uh, give me a good recipe of something to make, <laughs> like some schnitzel. No, I, what I did here: sauerbraten, like the German roast. What? Uh-huh. Uh, um, so that is the 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 most iconic German uh, recipe. Yeah. So. But you, everybody has to write it down, or you have to basically uh, write it down after you can hear the podcast again. So you get a normal roast, like a beef roast, you know, like a big piece, like two kilos. So that roast, you pan fry. Uh, very and what dark. Do you use with like olive oil? Yeah, olive oil. Yeah, with you pan fry with very dark. That it's very nicely dark around, but of course inside it's completely raw at that point. So then you put that pan-fried thing every side, maybe three, four, five minutes till it's brown. Then you put that in a pot, and over it you pour wine, a little wine, like get some cheap cooking wine, right? Then a liter apple juice, and then around 500 milliliter uh, balsamico vinegar. Okay. And so, because the balsamico makes it a little sour, right? It makes it sour. So then pepper, salt in, and then it gets a little like a little marmalade, a little bitter chocolate. You put in. So in that, yeah. So now you boil it. So you boil it for like 
because it's a, it's, it has to be completely covered with liquid, right? What you just poured over it. Uh, yeah. So it's completely covered in the pot and then you boil it. And then after like, let's say you boil it 45 minutes. So now you cool it down and you put it in a fridge because you, can, you cannot eat it the same day. So now the next day you take it out and then you boil it for a long time, not on high heat, like on, you know, like low heat, but it's boiling. So it's simmering the whole time. And you do this for like four hours. So, and then the, you will see that the meat almost starts breaking apart, right? It gets very soft and the sauce is to die for. I oh, tell you, wow. it's, it's so good, you know, because of the red wine, the apple juice gives some sweetness to it. And then the balsamico gives some spice, like the, uh, uh, the, the vinegar uh, taste to it, you know? So, and then, um, so, and um, you can also cut an onion in, you know, throw like a cut an onion up and put it in the pot too and boil, boil the onion with it. It's always good to have an onion in. And then you make red cabbage separate and potato dumplings you need. That is the most important thing. So I don't know where you get them in US from, but uh, we have here yeah, like- It's like pierogies. Yeah, like progress that no the round one like uh you get them like we have here a, a company funny is the name so it's like a powder so it's like a potato powder and you form you put that put that powder in water and then it, it gets like very sticky and then you form the dumplings like the classical uh oh. round but you know it's like that like a like a bigger potato size a dumpling and then that dumpling you form them so you have like maybe with one package here you get around nine or ten dumplings out of it and then you form them you uh, and then you put them in boiling water it takes like 10 minutes uh, in boiling water and then the dumplings are done and you can fish them out like so with a little net to take them out so because the dumpling in that sauce with that meat that is sauerbraten and it's so good it's mm -hmm. so good yeah can really recommend it. It's it's a not so easy to cook dish as you see. It's it's labor intense, but it's worth it because you get the deadly sauce. You know the sauce is like so good, uh, and it never works. You do it in one day, it never tastes good. It needs to stand in that pot in that sauce overnight, and you can even put it two nights in, no problem. You know, but but uh, it needs the one night definitely, and then it you simmer it up, put it on the stove. And like a chicken soup, you know, like you just let it simmer and sit there for like four hours, five hours. Then the sauce gets a little reduced, you know, it's get, it gets like, uh, because it's boiling away. So it gets a little sicker, the sauce after a while. And then what you can do, you can use it how it is, or you use the purvier uh, stuff. Uh, you know, the, the thing you go in the sauce with, you, you pulverize everything it is, like the the onion like the little blade thing oh you yeah the um the puree. Puree, yeah i know okay. i mean you need you don't need it because that is normally it's everything is liquid uh, besides the onion in it and uh, you don't really need it but in the case you want to completely like sauce without any kind of chunks in because from the meat of course chunks from the skin will fall apart going into the sauce what is great i love that 
you know it's like a goulash then but but uh, in, in the main point is that you know when it's done is when you basically you can cut with a knife in the in that meat like butter then you know the meat is completely cooked very soft and uh it's 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 perfect yeah so that was a good christmas co cooking advice because that is like the uh one of the things we had at bauhaus always oh man i think it sounds delicious i can't wait to try and make that on sunday and hopefully you guys make it too <laughs> it's it's not easy as i said but it's worth it i mean uh it's it's really uh one of my favorite dishes schnitzel you need a real chop basically in it like a, 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 a you know like a, a i don't know thing. yeah but you need a hammer yeah you need a hammer to make it really flat and then you put it in oil not in olive oil you put it in in hotter oil and uh and then um but before you put it in hotter oil you put it into the breading yeah it's like right. you put eggs in them bread or something like that or no yeah no you need you i would buy the breading uh and then when you have the, the you can buy it at walmart whatever breading and then you uh use the breading how it is but you put an egg in mix yeah. an egg or two raw eggs in so it's a little liquidy right so and then you put both sides from the schnitzel uh dump it in so stuff sticks to the schnitzel and then put it in a super hot pan like yeah. a, or you put it in a fryer also that works and then it's very quick then because it's so thin like paper thin and uh it's it's done in one and a two minutes so so you put it in the egg first coat the chicken with the egg then put it in the bread yeah. crumbs yeah. And maybe add some salt, you know, pepper. So you can you can put the the um, salt and pepper yeah. over the egg and over the breading. Okay. You know, so you don't have to uh, do then everything else. So you you turn it upside down in the egg, and then the egg is on it a little, and it's that's that makes the breading stick. And I think that the thinness of this dish really matters, guys. The thinness of the of the of the patties or whatever you want to call them makes the difference between this being um authentic and just like chicken nuggets or something you know so. yeah because if, it, if it's because the, the the content of the meat if it's too thick it's chewy yes you know and and a lot of times i had problems with my chef sometimes in Bauhaus because they were, were not hammering it hard enough and then because you with the hammer you break the the structure of the meat and that makes it very tender yes if you hammer it let's say you go to the butcher and you say i need some like veal not a veal chop with a bone but like a like a sliced veal uh thing for for schnitzel right and you can do pork too it doesn't matter but then uh they cut it too thick and they, they will never cut it so so thin you need it for Wiener schnitzel so now you need to uh, uh to hammer it even flatter at home with a cleaver like a meat cleaver and then um only if it's veal it's a Wiener schnitzel if it's pork you can say it's a schnitzel vienna way 
right? Okay. It's like a, a, like because you do the same thing with the breading, but you cannot say Wiener Schnitzel. The name of Wiener Schnitzel is has to be always real. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, it's not Wiener Schnitzel. So. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we turned into a home cooking session today, <laughs> and we're already an hour talking. So I think we can call it a day, and maybe Sunday we're coming back. Yeah, maybe I'll start the dish and tell you how it's coming on Sunday. Hooray! Yeah, yeah. But important is, I mean, you don't need to take for the sauerbraten. Uh, uh, you, you don't need to take uh, uh, nah, good uh, uh, vinegar or something. You okay. Can, uh, you buy uh, like a cheap vinegar. It doesn't and really matter. with the wine too? Yeah, this, yeah totally. Like I said, the, the red wine uh, doesn't the need... red table wine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, totally cheap wine. It doesn't matter. It can be cooking wine. You know, the cheapest you can get. So that really doesn't matter because the alcohol is boiling out no matter what. So, yeah, and then I want to see how you, as a vegetarian, or you stop being a vegetarian, wants to eat a vegetarian. Uh, what it is is when I got my divorce, I like had a breakdown and said, "Why the fuck not?" And I started eating meat again in moderation. So, oh, I'm yeah, out I'm... of my breakdown though. That's good, but it's <laughs> it's like I still eat meat now, but you know, not as not as often. So, no, no, and, and I think it's important not to eat too much meat. And to eat like if you get it like bio meat, right? So like not the uh, mass production meat, and uh, that, that that makes a big difference. Yeah, if I was gonna get this meat, I would probably go to Whole Foods in the U.S. because it's the only place where you can get grass fed. I mean, they have it in some supermarkets, but not of a like a really high quality. Uh, Whole Foods is always fresh, so. Yeah, you don't want meat where chemicals are fed, like, you know, like where basically they're getting non-stop uh, vaccinated, yeah. <laughs> getting non-stop all kind of shit uh, infused so that they don't get sick here, they don't get sick there. And the best is like free range stuff. And uh, uh, even with, especially with meat or get the meat from uh, Argentina. I am. Um... Uh, I recently started doing research into the effects on people's bodies of all of the hormones and milk and all of the stuff that that's in the meat from the cow being fed. Like our bodies, uh, it fucks with our body's estrogen and hormonal uh, testosterone balances. And as men, if too much of that shit, it, your body can be estrogen dominant. That's bad. You know what I mean? You, you like yeah. all the shit from from not just the meat and the milk, but the pollution in the air. Like our bodies process that, and some of our bodies hold on to it and can't let go, and you have to detox. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okie dokie. I, I would. I would say we talk soon. Yes. Bye. Good Take care, guys. We will see you next time on Uva Ball Raw USA. Have a nice day. Bye, Uva. Bye.